Yes, I think dating gets easier as you get older. There is an asterisk, and I will go into that asterisk um, in the episode, but I just wanted to preface this uh, preference, is that how you say it? <laughs> this episode with a couple of things. Now that I've already done the episode and I'm seeing the comments coming in, here's the thing. As I say in this live, in this episode, it gets easier if you go on the self-love journey. Because before, when you don't go on the self-love journey, the goal, when you meet a guy that you're really into and you're vibing, you start to daydream about the marriage, the kids, the white picket fence, the dogs, and you're like, we could be so good together. And you are daydreaming instead of staying in the moment, continuing to collect data. Because the daydreaming phase, the moment you become so into him, which is sometimes two weeks in, a month in, two months in, you haven't even gotten to really scratch the surface of who he is and is he right for you and are you right for him? And so your goal is marriage with this particular guy. But for me, that is not my mindset as I'm out here in these dating streets and dipping my toe. Yes, do I desire marriage? But now that I went on a self-love journey, knowing who I am, listen, I have the patience and audacity to believe that I can get what I want. So I no longer pass up red flags in him or in me. And I will wait for the guy who meets me on my intellectual level emotionally. I'm not talking about, listen, I can't spell. Sometimes I can't even say words. So I'm not talking about that intellectual. <laughs> I'm talking about emotionally. So it is easier for me because I get to dodge bullshit. I'm not afraid if it doesn't work out. And I am not afraid of pain and getting hurt, getting my feelings hurt. And I talk about crying in this episode. I will still cry over a guy if it doesn't work out, if I was really into him. But to me, that's just letting the feeling cycle out so I can get it out. And I enter relationships with anybody now, men, um, uh, plutonic relationships or platonic, however you say that, um, that word. And I ask myself, what else can I learn about myself from this man? And what can I learn about him that maybe I like that I need to add to my list of what I want in a man? Plus, and this is a gross generalization. And I believe the statistics do back it up, but I know that it's generalizing. However, I don't expect a lot of men that I'm attracted to to come to me healed. And once I realize they aren't healed, I'm done and I walk away. Because you have to be on the journey for me to even give you the time of day. Plus, I'm not having sex. So I took that off the table for me because I understand about myself. I am not the person who can have friends with benefits, sex, casual sex. And also alone isn't a failure to me. I don't have like a scarcity mindset. Woe is me. I just don't believe I can have that and faith at the same time. And as shout out to my friend, um, Carla, who told me her pastor told her, girl, you think all of the things God can do for you, you think he can't bring you a Negro? Come on. So I don't have the time, no longer have this, I must be married by 32 mindset. If I don't get married till 52, then so be it. Or if I die single, then so be it. I still get into heaven. 
God is not like, nope, only married women. I have a greater purpose in life than to be somebody's wife and mom. So the cycle of dating, we're together for two years, it ends in disaster because I passed up all these red flags, is over for me. That was the hard. That's what I describe as hard. I'd much rather be doing what I'm doing now when it comes to dating, which is just staying in the moment, having a good time and data collecting. Go into this episode knowing that that is the mindset that I'm in, which is why I believe dating is easier for me as I got older with an asterisk. Enjoy this episode after the intro. I said, how did you wake up this morning? (laughs) What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there, all right? I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist, but I will say this. A lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me, Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. So my answer, if I was just going to give the easiest answer to give you, does dating get harder or easier as you get older? My answer for me and the way that I see it, easier. And I'm going to tell you why. So let me offer a different perspective. Because usually when I ask this question, a lot of people say, oh, it's harder, it's harder. But to me, it's easier if, now there's a big if, you actually went on a self-love journey, like a true self-love journey. And the best start to a self-love journey is going inward and figuring out who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue, (laughs) which by the way, blue is my favorite color. Also go Hawks. It's game day today for the Seahawks. Yeah. Russell Wilson is my quarterback. What? (laughs) So a self-love journey 
going inward, figuring out who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue. I also say this, a self-love journey reaches beyond advice. It's not asking your friends for advice. It's not TVs and movie advice is definitely not advice from social media. That is not a self-love journey. Just asking questions outwardly to see what they think. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like riding a bike, right? You want to learn how to ride a bike. And you asking for advice, your little friends at recess while you're playing tetherball. So how do you ride a bike? That's not how you're going to learn how to ride a bike. You're actually going to get on the bike <laughs> and figure it out. And say you have a parent. Okay. That parent is actually going to teach you how they learned, right? So I'm going to teach you how to ride this bike. So you do this and they're going to know you need a helmet, probably need some knee pads and some elbow pads and you need some training wheels. So let's get, let's get on the bike together and let's do this together. And so I kind of see myself as that, the parent helping you ride the bike. I'm the coach, right? As a coach, I'm actually going to give you an outline on how to do it. And then I'm going to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want, which is I want to learn how to ride a bike. In this case, for me, you want to learn how to be confident in your singleness. You want to know how to discover your worth. You want to learn how to set and keep boundaries with men. So when you're asking your friends for advice, TV, reading magazines. Do people still do that? <laughs> Remember uh, like uh, 17 magazine always has like the advice column or whatever. And you're just reading those and you're taking that. So I argue if you're on my platform and you watch my videos and stuff, it's because you're in this like cycle of dysfunction with men. You're frustrated. You're super loyal. And you've asked your friends for advice, yet you're still here. Because they're going to just tell you to leave him or girl, you just, you need to do this or whatever. But what your friends don't realize is that you're actually trying to stop feeling like you're the problem every time a relationship ends. They don't realize that the way you think about being single is at your detriment. Like you hate being single so much. That having this body around to you is better than breaking up with him. So your friends, social media don't really know what you're truly feeling. As much as they are your best friend, they got their own life going on and their own probably relationship issues. So they are not going to sit down with you and be like, girl, I know that you always feel like the problem in your relationships is you but let me help you shift that mindset. Let me help you shift the mindset of how you view being single. You're not a failure if the relationship doesn't work out. They're not going to help you do that. That's why you're still here in this cycle of dysfunction with men. And so that's why you would answer this question. Does dating get harder or easier as you get older? You would say harder. And you saying that, comes from a space of like, because look at me, I'm still single. So I am a failure. This is hard. 
and you're starting to get bitter and you're starting to harden. Your friends don't know that. And then when you, when you don't realize that a self-love journey reaches beyond advice, you still have the same questions because you never got your question answered. It's like this. You tangibly know that you need to know yourself and know your worth. You tangibly know that. Yet you still have it. You still have questions about, okay, so this dude, like he didn't call me when he said he was going to call me. So what do you think I should do? Or I kind of, he wants the password to like my social media. I don't want to give it to him. So what do you think I should do? Well, you know, he's dating this girl, but he says he really loves me. Um, so I'm confused. And what do you think I should do? Well, like he's good on paper and he's a good man, but I don't think he's for me. And I, I'm kind of, there's like these red flags that I don't really like. So what do you think I should do? So you have all of these questions and you continue to be in the cycle of dysfunction with men and this cycle of this Q&A with your friends that isn't working because again, because again, your friends don't realize you're trying to stop feeling like you're the problem every time a relationship ends. They don't know that. They're not trained to coach you. So when I say, does dating, when I ask the question, does dating get harder or easier as you get older? And I say easier because I know these things about myself. And I understand that self-love is a journey that reaches beyond advice. And I went inward to figure out who I was deeper than my favorite color was blue. I figured out what I wanted and now I know how to get it. I have the audacity to believe that I can get it and the patience to wait for it. Your friends don't know that you are seeking validation outside of yourself when you're asking them for advice. Social media doesn't know that. So you have to go on a true self-love journey in order to arrive in a space where you can say, you know what, dating is definitely getting easier as I get older because I actually know who I am. Now, I will say this comes with asterisks because the more healing you do inward. Now, when, you, when you're looking outside, <laughs> you're going to realize the amount of people that aren't doing the work. You're going to see it and also give them grace, but it doesn't mean that you have to date them. And because I've gone on my true self-love journey, I understand that every choice I make <laughs> comes at a, a cost. Every choice comes at a cost. And so I no longer settle from the things that I say that I want in a relationship, in a man, in a partner. I will not settle on those things. When I, th the space that I was in when I used to settle was because I said, I am, I was 32 at the time. I was in my emotionally abusive relationship from 2015 to 2017. I was in a space of trying to just check the box to get the goal because I felt bad as a single woman. Listen, messages are coming left and right about how society feels about single women. 
I mean, I've heard podcast episodes, videos on social media who will basically deter women from achieving so high in life. Because if you achieve, he's going to be intimidated and you don't want the man to be intimidated. I'm going to tell you something. You are not intimidating. They are intimidated. So when I say that you have to know yourself deeper than your favorite color is blue. I'm going to give you an example. I have a story about my $10,000 boyfriend, right? And if you want to um, <laughs> hear that full story, uh, it is on my podcast, Single You the Podcast, in the first couple of episodes. But the moment he broke up with me, he told me that I did have it two together. But because I was already on, that was like the last biggest lesson that I had to learn because um, I went from my emotionally abusive ex to the $10,000 boyfriend. It was a year in between. Um, and I didn't realize at the time that I still had healing to do. But I now, when I look back in retrospect, when my $10,000 boyfriend told me I had it two together, so he broke up with me, I was literally able to just say, okay, when you leaving? Literally sitting in this house on my couch. That's what he told me. But because I had already started the self-love journey that reached beyond advice, and I went inward, I was able to realize, oh, this baby is intimidated by me and that's okay. But I don't have time to try to pull him up to my level, which is what I would have done in the past. And girl, you know that that is what you're doing. You were trying to pull him up to the level of where you are because you're a manager, you're the director of whatever at your job, you've climbed this ladder at work and you're doing wonderful. And you're always looking for ways to grow in your career field and you're doing great. But over here, you are dating men who do not reach that level. So you are constantly trying to pull him up, hoping he will change for you because you see potential. And then you're in this cycle of trusting he will change and you're giving him second and third. And now we're on chance number 72nd and it's not working out for you. You're so loyal. You're a good woman. But now you're frustrated because you're trusting he will change, thinking you can love your way into making him who you want him to be, thinking that you can prove your loyalty into creating who you want him to be, because that's what you do at work. You're the ride or die at work, right? Stick it out, never give up. That's what you do in work. So you're like trying to copy paste that same energy to your relationships. And that is why you will answer this question. Does dating get harder or easier as you get older? You will say harder. But you're only making it harder on yourself because you're continuing the process. You dated Tom and Jerry and the relationship was the same. <laughs> you dated Mario and Luigi and the relationship was the same because you're doing the same. Is this resonating with you? As you're watching this video, listening to this audio, are you like, damn. What do, what do your behaviors with men show you about you?
And this is, I'm going to have to do another video tomorrow because I don't want these videos to be too long. We're already 15 minutes in and I'm always like, I want to cut them off from now on by 20 minutes. So let me just go over my notes and make sure that I said what I wanted to say. Okay. I described a self-love journey. It reaches beyond advice from your friends and social media because your friends do not realize you're trying to stop feeling like you're the problem every time a relationship ends. They'll just ask you, girl, why don't you leave? Why do you stay? Why do you do this? Why? But they're not going to get to the root, which is your mindset. They're not going to get to the root of your behaviors. They don't realize the way you think about singleness is negative. So again, I answer the question as it's easier as I got older because I did the work and being single does not have to mean that dating is hard. Okay. I had another point that I wanted to get across. So I'm going to say this because this video was going to be <laughs> four things I've learned about dating from my self-love journey. But I realized that I needed to explain that I needed to explain to you what a self-love journey is. Just like in the riding the bike scenario, right? I wanted to tangibly explain to you, give you tools on what it actually meant. Like I was your parent and you wanted to learn how to ride the bike. Okay, let me get the training wheels. Let's get your helmet on, the elbow pads, the knee pads. And so I'm going to give you one of the things that I've learned about dating from my self-love journey. And here's one. Because of a meme I saw, I was like, that's stupid. And it was on social media where you shouldn't be getting advice from for relationships anyway. It said, women not even crying anymore. Y'all just moving on like the man never existed, period. And I... I get what they're trying to say, but what I learned in this self-love journey that crying over a man is fine. It does not mean that you're weak because you desire a husband. You can be, I am woman, hear me roar and happily single and still desire a husband. Insert me. That's where I am. But I just now know because I went on my self-love journey that the man is the sprinkles. I'm the ice cream. And I've never met anyone who passed up ice cream because it didn't have sprinkles. So I know where I sit and where my value lies. It is in God. It is in myself. In a humble way. I don't want that to sound like, oh, I'm so egotistical or whatever. No, in a humble way. I am not more valuable because I am now with a man. Mm -mm. I'm worthy and valuable regardless of my relationship status. So me crying over a man when the relationship doesn't work out, doesn't make me weak. If I need to cry, I will cry. I will let out that feelings cycle, but I won't cry to him. And that's the difference. I'm not going to send him the dissertation text, tell him how he hurt my feelings. We're not doing that. Begging him. Mm -mm. And I will move on without asking for closure. The closure is in, let me say that again. The closure is in the relationship not working out. I don't need an explanation. I don't need to send the dissertation. I think of relationships like this. Wow. 
I learned something about myself that I didn't know before I met that person. Hmm. Thank you for teaching me what I needed to learn about me. And then I move on. Learn the lesson you were supposed to learn and then move on. So that's what I learned. That's one of the things that I learned on this journey of self-discovery and self-actualization. But if you never go on one, you will never know yourself deeper than your favorite color is blue. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave you with two questions. Um, I kind of like, I've been kind of following that theme in the videos that I've been doing and here on my podcast, ask, leaving you with every episode um, at the end, asking you two questions. So I'm going to ask you, number one, why do you think it's harder for you? So when I ask you, does dating get harder or easier as you get older? If you said harder, why do you think it's harder for you? I want you to think about that. That's a journal prompt. Journal that out. And then the last question, why do you think crying over a man is bad? When I read this meme that I saw on Instagram and I saw all the comments, they were like, exactly, exactly. I ain't crying over no man. I ain't da, 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 da. Because what society is going to teach you, what society loves to put out there, okay, outside of the you're um, not valuable, you're less worthy if you're single, there's another message that's out there. And I'm going to, a lot of feminists or whatever they want to call themselves, I am woman, hear me roar, love to make you feel like you should like not want a man. Um, men are bad. All men are cheaters. All men are dogs. They, so they're um, uh, putting out this like bitterness about dating out there. There's a word that I'm thinking of that I can't think of. Um, that I can't say right now, but it's on the, if I think of it, I'll say it before the live is, is over if I think of it, but there, it's like this theme of, um, either you need to be so into men and you need to be dating so you can be worthy or the feminist hard side of it, whatever. And I'm sure there's some feminists who don't define it like that, but this is, this is just what I see and how I'm defining it and how I'm receiving it. So that side is like, you don't need a man, get yourself a toy, get yourself the rose. So you can soothe your singleness and you don't need a man and men are trash. It's like this bitterness about dating. I don't like either side. You got to come into yourself and be more in the middle. I could be happily single and still desire a husband. Great. And this is how I'm going to execute from now on. And you figure that out by going on an actual self-love journey that makes you go inward and figure out who you are, okay? So those are the two questions. Why do you think it is harder for you? And then why do you think crying over a man is bad? Those are journal props for, uh, journal prompts <laughs> for you. All right, I'm done. I'm gonna go live tomorrow because I'm gonna give you three more things that I've learned about dating from my self-love journey that I've learned like about myself, about dating. Um, on my self-love love journey. Okay. So um, as always, if you have any questions, my DM is always open to you, girl. Okay. If you have any questions, you want me to go deeper on something, something you didn't understand, something you want me to clarify, I will do it for you. You just have to hit me up. Okay. Slide into my DMs. We'll talk soon. Bye. 
Oh yeah, and one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, Of course, it was inspired by Beyonce's Flawless. Yeah. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.